Hello and welcome to the Accessory to Thought podcast. On this episode, Ben and I discuss faith. What does it mean? What's the definition of faith? It's kind of a word that people, when they're talking about faith, or they use the word faith, they usually don't mean exactly the same thing. So we've dedicated this episode to an explorative way to figure out what does faith actually mean and how does our definition fit in line with the way we use it and the context in which, which we use it in. Anyway, enjoy. I wouldn't be against joining the reserves. Yeah, would I? But I know a lot of people who would be against me but joining the reserves. My family would be against me joining the reserves. Yes, it's because we're young men, Josh, and we throw our lives away, like all young men has ever done, in any time, at any point in history. I reckon I'll not shit anyone, because I get shot first. <laughs> <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> I'm going to start learning Russian. And have it Just a, in advance for us getting taken over or what? You- <laughs> it's going to be like, it's going to be like we're a squad, right? Going through the nuclear waste of World War Three, And then a Russian squad comes at us and I just go in Russian. Uh, I've, there, I found them. <laughs> and point to you guys. I'm a Russian spy. I'm the reason Ukraine happened. All those trips to teach the Bible in English to Ukraine didn't happen, Josh. It was all set up. I have the nuclear codes for Northern Ireland. <laughs> the IRA happened this whole time. Can you imagine? Like, how hard would it be for Northern Ireland to just turn into nuclear. North Korea? Not hard at all. You just have to. <laughs> let no, literally, you just have to crack down on one particular religion, and then it's game over. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you want to get on to this? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like, I'm coming at this from a contemplative, I don't know what the crack is point of view. Those are my favorite kinds of point of view. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Are man. you recording? Yeah. Have you been recording the whole yeah. time? Ah. Uh, I recorded you like lying in the ground as well. Oh, it's like we strip interviews on my <laughs> visual now. Visual. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, um, I want this to be explorative in nature, mm. uh, because, for example, homework. What homework? <laughs> what homework? Is like is explorative. A, yeah, like re- research paper. You're just saying words. I am just saying words. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, though. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember. So, for example, every time we're talking with Kyle... Hello, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> every time we're talking with Kyle uh, and he talk, and you, talk, you two talk about belief or faith or anything like that, it's like your, your definitions don't a line right and then you give you you talk about um you don't have faith for faith's sake you have it based on evidence faith based on evidence and then kyle would say that's just normal belief 
So I want to press a wee bit. Okay. What what is the definition of faith? Okay. You know. Mhm. I'm just finding. You're just googling it. I'm not googling it. I've I wrote down a. I like okay so, I I I was just thinking about this, and I've 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 came to what I think is a good enough conclusion and. It sounds very much Jordan Peterson-y. Uh, it's, it's the trust that the future will be in accordance to, will act in accordance to the truth. Uh, and that's what I think society is predicated on. Mm-hmm. It's the trust that the future will be in accordance to the truth. It's it's why It's why you're able to trust our financial system. It's why you're able to trust the guy who's doing the till at your shopping center it's why you're able to trust your doctor because you don't know these people does that make sense mm. what are you looking at mm. <laughs> what are you searching uh, they're my notes that i took ages ago right <laughs> but are you following me i am following you and say it all again no i'm only, only joking i'm only joking yes <laughs> yeah like uh for example say ebay um when ebay was just still new there were these, I'm not sure exactly what the structure of it was, but there was, were people who would like be insurers, mm. like insurance companies, like say, you don't get your your thing, you know, pay us and we'll ensure that you'll get your money back or whatnot. Mm. But the way eBay happened, uh, there weren't really any scammers, mm. surprisingly. There was this just faith and trust and being a a reasonable person mm. and that's that's that same thing that allows society to function is this what what allows ebay to function so yeah. smoothly well to me faith is simply the understanding that you will be okay after doing a certain thing after committing to a certain thing you have faith that the this, understanding that the, that the outcome will be positive will be okay oh like for example a leap of faith is not so much as belief is believing that your legs can climb up the ladder or climb up the top of the building and your legs can take you walk you to the edge of the building and jump off it that's belief because you your your belief due to the evidence is you've been walking your whole life after you were a baby so all the evidence is there that your legs can actually leap you off a building but a leap of faith is knowing that you'll be okay after you take the leap that's why it's called a leap of faith but so it's, wh- it's what you're saying. It's that insurance. It's that trust. It's that understanding that. And what you're talking about society taking a loan out the bank. It's the it's the kind of it's faith that there will be a positive outcome. That this will work out. That this will be okay. That's what faith is to me. But what is the basis of that? What is it? Is there anything that pre- it's predicated on? Well, every day we live in faith. You know, if we if we if we didn't live with any amount of faith, like if 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 you can say, all right, well, we don't need faith anymore, then you know, like I don't I don't believe that can ever exist because if I sit on a rickety old chair, all right, and it breaks, I've wrongfully placed my faith in that rickety old chair, but my common sense should have told me not to sit in the, <laughs> in the rickety old chair, you know. So the rickety old chair being an example of anything in life. And we can sometimes place our faith in that and place our faith in or, or not in that. And yes, sometimes the chair breaks, 
the the point is that's experience that's understanding that's learning you basically then get to identify through the more rickety chairs you break you get to identify what's a rickety chair and what isn't strange email comes up in your in your uh in your spam folder or something that said oh you want the iphone ah just give me your bank details obviously you're like mm, nah that was the first time that ever happened that's why a lot of old people get scammed because they're just like ooh. You know what I mean? They don't understand. They don't know any better because they haven't experienced those kinds of rickety chairs before. But I think you need to make it needs you to refine your definition a wee bit better because um, so I, I was doing a bit of research and basic philosophy, right? So uh, empiricism versus rationalism. Are you familiar? Mm. So um, faith isn't it, it's not perfect. It's, it doesn't uh, fit inside the box of empiricism or rationalism not to say they're necessarily against it it's just that th- those boxes those descriptions those way of understanding things mm. don't encompass faith where faith is mm. so because you gave an example of right i should have known better not sitting in that old chair mm. but that's that's like a that's an argument from right the the empirical evidence is uh you know i've sat in these chairs now and they've all fallen to bits maybe i should do something about that Mm. that, that, with the experience but you know like just life happens okay if you act into faith my definition is the trust that the future will be in accordance to the truth the truth with a capital t i suppose right Mm. If you live your life like that, um, it's not be it's not dependent on. Right, okay, I know th- that the future will be in the corners to the truth. Mm. I might say the future. I mean, like the ultimate end mm. of everything. Because nothing right? can stop truth with a couple of T. Yeah, well, that's 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 what the faith is predicated on. But it's not like you can get you. You're not at the end. Does mm. That makes sense. So how would you know? From empirical evidence okay well i can rationalize it's going where is it going you don't know what today or the next day it's gonna ring or next year is that not the leap though yeah you, you don't I'm, know. I'm just i'm just saying that i think you need to have again refine the definition because at the start the definition predicated on like empirical evidence well you you've nailed it on the head there i think you know you've you, you have nailed it on the head but in terms of the people at home who are listening to this and are like Ooh, you know like that's where i that's where i come from you mentioned truth with a capital t and you said oh well basing your life in ensuring or following that truth with a capital t what would what, define that truth with a capital t and through an everyday through through like just a basic day how do you pursue truth or how do you are you are you following the truth or are you making sure that the truth is following you in your life that you're conveying the truth so truth with a capital t uh like the um, the totality of what truth means the source of what truth means when you say there's that's this statement's true or that statement's true or the statement's false right you're whole you're pointing to an overarching truth of what truth is okay so truth of the capital t is the source of whatever that is mm-hmm. again he might say i fully understand what that means um but that's what i think it's 
pointing to. Mm-hmm. Like John Pierce talks about um, if we act in accordance with the truth, uh, it'll bring about the mm. most habitable form of reality. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. So think about it like the armor of God, like the belt, the belt of truth. It's that which keeps everything together, Holds stops it from place. unraveling. Mm. Okay. Truth is the big Bible's fact checker. Fact checker. It's the big belt that <laughs> keeps the, yeah. everything together, yeah, yeah. right? And that's arguably the most habitable form of reality when everything's not running away from you. Because if you break the truth, if the truth is broken, which it, ca- it can't be, it's impossible to for the truth to be false. That's why it's called the truth. And if that's broken, as it is rightly so in the belt, everything will fall apart. Yeah, and you think about it back to the eBay example. Okay, so if if society was not predicated on. Uh, the faith mm. in truth mm. as a whole that the future will act in accordance with truth if that if that wasn't the case you know everything would run away from you like mm. if you didn't wear the belt you know you wouldn't you'd get scammed on ebay you'd mm. go to the shops and instead of getting your food you'll get mugged instead yeah. and the doctor wouldn't have his qualifications right he'd I don't know what you'll do. You steal steal your organs for and sell them on the black market or something, right? Dear knows what's gonna happen. Mm. It'll run away from you. It won't be very habitable. Indeed. So that's, that's that's why I think it's a very Jordan Peterson way of looking at it, because that's where that's how I heard him. T- mm. That's the kind of language he uses. But uh, in terms of the arm of God, we're not looking at the belt of truth because, I mean, <laughs> if you. <laughs> If you're a regular listener to your podcast, okay, you will have some idea of what the truth is in terms of it, so we won't really need to explain that. But we're, we're talking about faith, and in the arm of God, it's the shield of faith. That's how it, so that we can, it says here, extinguish all the fiery darts of the evil one, pretty much. Yeah, so, so I, I already did an episode, I don't know what number it is, it's about the burning bush. Mm-hmm. I went heavily into that mm-hmm. notion, so... Go back and watch that one. We forgot what the one it was, but we'll Moses, make sure to tell you. <laughs> My Life of Moses Part 2. Or, yeah. Josh is the Moses expert that he grew Aaron's I really, beard. I should, I, should really, <laughs> I should really do more of that series. Because I, I want to do it chronologically yeah. and not skip. If I, if I allowed myself to skip stories, I would probably mm. be episode 8 in by now. Mm. But it's like the the ball caps mm. or the the bottlenecks are real. Mm. It's like I want to get this right. Chron- <laughs> yeah. Also chronologically. So I uh, <laughs> so just just going back to how you live, for example, about this overarching truth with a capital T. My question is like, well, you can only know, you can only decipher the truth when you see falsehoods, when you can distinctly compare it to something. And then you say, well, in modern philosophy, it's this uh, reality versus, what was it, the imperial... Um, the imperial rule. <laughs> the Im- empiricism. Empiricism, right. So this Seeing is, like, this, it's this, it's, it's, it's this idea of there's something outside of that. Um, and I find that, like it says in the Bible, that it's the belt. It, it Yes, it's outside of it, but it's also like... Oh, it transcends of it. it. It's like, More specifically, it transcends Exactly, it. but I find that it's something like that part of us lies within faith every part of us think of it like if you have your two reality and that word that i can't say that you keep saying empiricism empiricism right got those two things they're like floating in say they're underwater or something and the water (laughs) around them is that uh faith is faith would you say 
And what I mean is that everything that we do, because I'm holding true to my understanding, everything that we do is faith based. Because we we can we know something can go wrong. We can we we have the ability to look at something and apply that. Oh, that could break, or that could fall apart, or oh, I don't like this. Oh, that's a bit risky. We have that function, but I believe faith and experience and belief allow us to continue and step forward and take risks and live not in a life controlled by fear. Because I mean, falsehoods comes with fear. Whereas truth comes with, you know, courage and bravery and taking a step, taking that leap of faith. It's a courageous thing. It's a brave thing to do. You know, um, when a baby takes its first step, do you think that when everybody like, oh, wow, yeah, that everybody, everybody goes, oh, wow, yeah, because like it's never done that before. This is the first time of th- like this thing. But the baby, does the baby take any kind of faith into believing my legs can do this? No, a baby doesn't think that at all. It just does it because everybody else around it has done it. And that's how we think as human beings. Everywhere around us, we're very environmental. And if everything around us is doing something that follows a kind of norm that is not anomalous, we will then have faith or believe that we can do it also. For example, your camera working right there. We only have faith that it's working right there because we can, you know, we can apply it and we can see it and we can understand that it's affecting our world as we speak right now. Okay. Turn off the lights. Is the camera still working? We wouldn't be able to see anything. We have faith that it's still working because of all the different things in place. So how I apply this to my life is, I think it's pretty obvious, obviously, because I could say that and everybody would be going, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, fair enough. But um, you were talking about Kyle there and Kyle would just call that belief. And I believe, yeah. I mean, it's normal belief, just normal. Well, that's just belief. That's evidence-based belief. Like what's the magic, what's the magic ingredient in faith that, you know, says it's different from belief. I that magic ingredient is just that you don't know like you don't know for sure like you don't know for sure what your gas line is doing for example you don't know it at every part of the day and if a spark happened and this house blows up okay we don't know okay but the evidence is there to say actually no it's fine that's fine so it's, 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 we're going to continue to have heating in our house or blah 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 okay but also if you've had a tingle in your th- if you if you thought that there was a problem then you would go and check it out that's what i mean so that's the difference between faith and belief for me and the bible talks about faith all the time you know and jesus himself right he does he never went out into the world and said to believe like to to have a kyle kind of faith uh, where it's um oh well it's not faith if it's just belief jesus went into the world to prove like, you know, he's the son of God. He told it that he was the son of God. He claimed he was the son of God. He performed miracles. And these are all historical, this is all historical documents as well, that he did these things. And he rose from the dead. Okay? So I put my faith in the only person that's ever risen from the dead. Okay? Has Charles Darwin risen from the dead? No. Okay? As, 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 as any person ever risen from the dead, why would I want to put my faith in any other person except for the person who's done it? And I can say that I can do that. That says that I'll do it one day as well, you know, where I will be one day called home. So there's the evidence that Jesus came to this earth to provide us with that. He's not here right now, okay, but I have faith that he will be again one day because of that evidence. That's faith. And, you know, we'd be like, oh, well, is that not belief? Well, then if Kyle says or anybody says, oh, Ben, then that's just belief because of the evidence. Well, then, yeah, you, I, I agree. But then that means you. 
Yeah, you don't believe it though. That's the thing. The they difference? don't believe it. Yes, but we we don't always use belief and fear interchangeably. Not always. I think the Germans do. I think they just have one word for both. Mm. I'm not mistaken. I'm not German and I'm crap at They're my own language, mm-hmm. let alone other people's languages. But you think there is a difference between the word belief and faith? Yeah. Okay. But it, 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 it's interesting because faith is a positive word. You know, faith is something that encourages, you know, have faith. Nobody says have belief, you know. Believe is like, oh, believe, believe in Santa, believe. What people do, they said, you gotta believe. You gotta believe, believe in me. You gotta believe, yeah, believe in me, have faith in me. That's what it means. So they're very, very similar, but ultimately for me. Do you think in some situations they can mean the same thing? Yes. Like, believe believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and have faith in him. Like, people say that. What about, so there's a, we need to make a distinction of belief in something and belief that something mm. exists or does something okay belief in and belief that okay do you believe in santa uh i don't i don't believe in him <laughs> maybe i should <laughs> i certainly don't believe that santa mm. a lot because a lot but of but i believe in like, the christmas spirit i suppose yeah you know what is belief uh, invokes action you know we have our christmas traditions what's that predicated on why do we do that there's something that we must believe something about it mm. if you just most people don't believe that santa exists mm. but i'd say a lot of people believe in santa in the sense that why why do we okay, dress so, up like idiots so then can you have plaster decorations of reindeer okay there is some level of belief but in can you have something faith in santa can you put your faith in santa no no you can't because then that's the difference you know you can't have you can't put your faith into santa primarily because he doesn't exist sorry <laughs> you know in that sense and that metaphysical he's not a big fat man in a red suit with reindeer that flies around the world giving gifts and blah 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 you know so you cannot have faith in him but you can believe in him you know little kids do and we say oh yeah that's fine you know what i mean that's the difference that's the key difference so somebody will say well then what's the difference somebody has said this to me what's the difference then believing in god and believing in santa and it's it, it kind of strikes me as a little bit arrogant when people say that because millions and millions and millions of people you know, believe in God, you know, and apart from kids, not many people <laughs> believe in Santa, you know, um, and they're kids, they're only just kids, you know, and eventually they get told that, you know, well, or they figure it out, I was brought up without Santa, I was never told, like, I was off the bat, was told, there's no such thing as Santa Claus. Shocking. I know, and it was great, because I had this kind of intellectual power in primary school, and then it was really fun. no 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 I'm, gonna, I'm going off on a tangent it was great because I was just sitting there everybody in my in my primary school class was like Ben no Santa Israel explain the presence and I was just sitting there going why does it say from mum and dad <laughs> you know and I was like destroying these kids dreams and then I remember there was this one girl who was like oh no no it's true you know Santa's my dad and I was like oh finally someone gets it and then she proceeded to say 
I'm an elf. And I was like, no. And then she went, yeah, I'm an elf. My dad's son, dad. He visits all of you guys too. So she completely misunderstood the, 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 the vibe. So I think she transcended your understanding more specifically. <laughs> Evidence-based. Um, so in some ways, I was a Santa Claus atheist. And I was saying, oh, no, look at all the evidence. The evidence points towards her not being a Santa. And I feel like a lot of people who don't believe in God have that kind of attitude of, you know, oh, there is no evidence for God. But like, come on, look up evidence for God. You know, just, you know, like, look, look, look think about it, right? Just really think about it. Millions and millions of people for generations and generations and generations have be have believed in some idea of God, have placed worship in something. C.S. Lewis calls this the great, um, what's it called? Basically, this new modern secular worldview is outnumbered to the thousands of years of every civilization worshipping a God. So this new secular worldview, this atheist worldview, is actually the youngest and most new and people pit you know all of these other ideas all these other religions there all these I mean, other there gods are, there has been people completely who didn't, like I mean, there has been people who didn't even go nah, but it's not it wasn't it was like, vastly vastly outnumbered everybody worshipped and believed in a god at some stage even if you're an atheist you believe in you have faith in your understanding of whatnot you weren't there at the beginning of the universe but you have faith in, in your particular idea but I don't have enough faith to be an atheist because to me, there's, there is not enough evidence to back up the claims that every atheist says to me rhymes it off. Whereas I make sure that everything I say is backed up and has been backed up. We have the Bible, we have historical documents, we have everything that an atheist wants to have about their particular worldviews, about the Jurassic and Crustaceous period, okay? About the dawning of the time in the universe, okay? Charles, <laughs> the, dawning um, of the, time. the dawning of the time in the universe. Uh, what is his right. name? Mr. Dawkins, in his book, The God Delusion, claims that, oh, maybe it was more likely that aliens created... Like, why is, why is, why is Dawkins, okay, the leading scientist, Kyle's number one... Is Kyle... Kyle is his number one fan, right? Uh, and I, I love you, Kyle. I really, really do, okay? But, like, this man Dawkins would rather believe that aliens kicked us off than an intelligent designer, you know? Now, what does that tell you? That doesn't ring any kind of scientific um, uh, uh, thinking. It just sounds like arrogance to me. You know, it just sounds like, well, this is rather be it, and I refuse, absolutely refuse there to be a heathen God. And most, and if you look online at most of Dawkins' arguments against God, very few of them are science-based. Most of them are about a God who's just tyrannical and evil and does this and does that. Whenever he's questioned about it, Okay, like science goes out the window whenever most atheists, like they start with science, they really, really do. But you see, you can believe in science, but to put your faith in science, that's a different thing. Kyle's dream world is Again, to I, have... I'd make a distinction, belief in and belief that. Mm -hmm. No one believes in science. It's not a belief structure. Mm -hmm. You can believe that science can make yeah, predictions. So what do you think of people who say... Oh, do you believe in God? And then they go, oh, I believe in science. What do you, what do you, how, how do you, how do you respond to that? I don't know what they're talking about, plain and simple. But <laughs> <laughs> That's what how you, you make friends. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, um, Scientifically proven. Well, it's not a worldview. It doesn't provoke action. It doesn't provoke, it doesn't have a value structure. It doesn't have, mm. doesn't mm. have a telos, a goal. Mm. 
It doesn't have structure. It's not a belief it's structure. Just, it's like, it's it's not like oh, I believe in that sofa, and that sofa could... It's a set of tools. Yeah, exactly. Valuable tools. I mean, look at the world. That can mm. exist in other people's belief structure and be used oh, to yeah. further belief structures. But it's not a belief structure in itself. Yeah. But I don't think... People don't think it's a belief structure. Mm. But that's just a thing people say, I believe in science. Yeah, like, look... If you don't believe in science, it's just a reflective... Uh, yeah. Reflexive reaction. Um, yeah. Um, a video by Jordan Peterson uh, came to mind. He was in a talk, and the question was, is God necessary in life? And immediately the woman, uh, he said, was with no. And Jordan Peterson was like, well, actually, it doesn't even matter if you believe in God or not. There is God in terms of a moral structure in your head, a belief structure in your head, that if you follow the points up, if you connect the dots of your moral hierarchy, there is something at the top of it or not. And whether you like it or not, that is God to you. And you can choose to ignore it or you can't, but it's always there. It's present there within our subconscious, within everything around us, that there is God. So whether you say you believe in or you believe well, that... Well, it's in our very pattern recognition yeah, and the bible calls that because like it, depending on what you are looking for you will see different things exactly and the right, bible calls I'm, that that we're made in the image of god the bible talks about that in the very very first few pages of the bible the bible talks about these things that's why i put my faith in the bible because it is a belief structure it's a set of understandings can you, can you explain for uh elaborate further on how uh what john pearson says about everyone having a highest good aim <coughs> so that's at the very least true to them so How does that whether whether you believe in whether you believe in god or not okay christians see if, if you're a human being you are made in the image of god um from your most basic form to your most advanced form you are made in the image of god you're a child of god um or you're made in the image of god um, you're a child of god if you've been saved so what Jordan Peterson was saying in this video, he and what I will obviously add and put my own understanding to. I don't want. I'm not directly quoting him, but basically he talks about this uh, hierarchy in our minds. There always has to be hierarchy. There always, and he's a, he's a big fan of saying that there always has to be a hierarchy. There always has to be a a better than you are today. Um, he talks about how you should never tell a 20 year old to say, "Oh, be happy, be satisfied with yourself." You shouldn't be. You should be happy and satisfied with who you could be. And you should work towards that. Um, and I agree. 100% I agree. Because the worst advice anybody could give me is just, um, oh, well, do it for yourself. Be happy with yourself and all of that. There's something in our brains. How are you relating this back to being the music? Uh, right now, there's something in our brains that is telling us that we need to be satisfied and we need to be better. There's a hierarchy in our heads that are telling us that there is something more, more fulfilling i would say fulfilling than we are today than we currently are sitting here than anybody sitting there at home you know that's why we're going that's why we have to keep going to work to to walk to the kitchen to blah blah blah, blah. every action that you have is going somewhere is in uh how you say the understanding that i will be better by doing this than i am currently right now that's the leap of faith that's the understanding of Okay, with all the evidence that I've gathered, if I do this thing, I can take this leap of faith. It's like our dragons episode. Go and kill that dragon. Go and fight the dragon. How is this really being made of the image of God? I'm getting to the 
Okay. This hierarchy at the very top of that hierarchy is God, is the lawgiver, is the provider. We are all trying to get there. We're all trying to climb up that hierarchy, this moral hierarchy, the social hierarchy, whatever there is. There always has to be hierarchy. Okay. My faith is the ability to climb, is the understanding of trying to climb up to that. And you can see this. Oh, it's, it says, "Oh, uh, by ba- by faith you have been you have been saved." Jesus was the only direct route to God, to, to the very top of that hierarchy, and that's what faith is. Faith is what gets us from one point to the other. Let's say the beginning of this hierarchy, the beginning of my walk in life, is to walk through that door. Okay. Now I don't actually see what's on the other side of that door, but I know that it's your hallway. Okay. Okay. I believe it's your hallway. Okay, but faith allows me to understand that if I go out that hallway, go into my car, one action leads to another, I will be in a better place than I currently am today. Okay, it's simple. You hate it that much. (laughs) But it's 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 hard to understand. It's hard to it's hard to put into words basic life because (laughs) it's hard to put into words how hard it is to explain basic life because people are so comfortable with life how they're living it. It's like, oh, I'm just doing this to have a good time. No, you're not. Okay? That's what you have made yourself believe. That's what you put your faith in. You put your faith into uh, things that make you feel good. Okay? But everybody is always trying to be better. Nobody is ever satisfied for long. Nobody is ever satisfied. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got a million pounds and I'm going to be satisfied. I'm going to. Then they end up doing stuff with a million pounds. They end up having experiences and they end up learning and this is what i mean about that kind of learning aspect of why we can only have faith with things that we have observed already and experienced and have learned lessons through okay so hierarchy that keyword and how to transcend it how to get to the top is purely faith-based how does this relate to you you've made a i i you you've talked so much i can't remember what Your, your, why I was questioning, but okay. anyway, the only reason why we have that hierarchy is because we're made in the image of God. It's because okay. we have that conscience. It's because we can distinguish between right and right and wrong. Okay, a cheetah, for example, does not have the ability to try and better itself. A cheetah does not gym. A cheetah does not, you know, yes, it can think. These animals can think, and these animals believe that they can catch a deer or can catch prey because they have. Well, they would bring so. forth their goal would be survive catch deer exactly. feed of children but they you bring forth that reality yes it's a better but one they wouldn't in. they wouldn't strive to better themselves in terms of if a cheetah runs 10 miles and it knowingly knows i can run 20 it won't run laps around a tree every day to build up its you know <laughs> it doesn't do that okay any animal doesn't have this understanding of trying to be better because actually, fundamentally, every animal, I believe, is satisfied with what it is because it never had this fall. It never had this desire to be God in its particular circumstance. This top of the food chain, that's where we are. But we're still we're still trying to climb infinite amount of hierarchies through life. We're trying to be the best. And it's that kind of religion that people have to be better that they so desperately want to be they so desperately want to create especially in this day and age where followers is all you need and stuff like that it's so easy to try and you know achieve a sense of yeah what's it i I, I think it's power that's the thing i'm looking for people want power a godly amount of power and 
I mean, who doesn't? Is Pyro bad in itself? Power is like I said, it's a tool, and there's many different types of power. But I know that there's no point putting faith into people with power. You know, I put all my faith in God and Jesus because He, he transcends powerful. all of those who is powerful. But I he believe is true. the only one worthy to have so much like obviously that power you just said don't put your faith in people with power i don't put my faith i don't put all my faith in people to be honest <laughs> obviously because we're all flawed and everything various many and uh, uh very complicated ways but on when you're talking about right hierarchies aim for the top of the hierarchy what's we need to transcend the hierarchy what not one step needs to another. We're always going somewhere. We're growing. There's a g- essentially, journey. essentially, we're growing. Uh, there, right? I get that. Uh, but like, hey, for for example, I was watching so Michaela Pearson did like a opposing views episode of someone that's pro Islam and wants someone that's against Islam. Mm-hmm. My goodness, the comment section is a cesspit. <laughs> Oof. Do you know the stereotypical, like, angry atheist? Yeah. Like, and, like, stereotypical, angry uh, Christian. Mm. There are stereotypical... Well, I, th- I didn't realise there was a stereotype before, but there's an eye. There's a stereotypical, angry Muslim. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people were uh, raising hell down there. But anyway, so there was, a, there was a point that was brought up time and time again of why a uh, Muslim would say, uh, point as a flaw in Christianity, which mm. I... I think it's fundamentally backwards, but they would they would they would press on the idea that okay Christianity is like and they they they'd they'd like say they'd get this a bit from Nietzsche as well, but I think they're shooting themselves in the foot if they're doing that. But anyway, um, they would say that Christianity is like a slave mindset religion. It's like uh, it's like very submissive. It's very I don't know you we 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 we. Or we just turn all the, all the other cheek, okay? Mm. And it's it's a lot more profound than that because I, I I put a comment saying it's uh, it allows for what it means to embody God. Mm. It's not like we Christians. The goal is yes, right. Most of the time they take this this passage out of context anyway. Turn the other cheek, but yes. You can have righteous wars. You're not expected to just be overthrown if you're a country. You know, obviously fight for what's good, but it's not done triumphantly necessarily. It's like we don't want war, but you know, we mm. will go to war if that's yeah. that's what yeah. what the calling is. Uh, but what I'm what I'm trying to press on, you say, okay, God's at the top of the hierarchy. Okay, how how does that necessarily relate to the bottom of the hierarchy? So, what the Jesus story is. He came down from the top of the hierarchy, mm-hmm. wherever you want to, where you think about that. Right, came down from heaven. The thing that tra- himself beneath my the thing that transcends the holy mountain, heavenly. heaven. Right, he came down, mm-hmm. and he was, he died as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was the lowest of lives. Mm-hmm. It's the you only, know what I mean. Yeah. He was falsely accused. And not only that, and sentenced. Like not only that, 
uh, the person who sentenced him knew he was innocent. Mm-hmm. He was he, then he was subjected to torture and he was subjected to one of the the worst deaths imaginable mm. knowing that he was in full well innocent and not only that despite his innocence uh they released uh, a murderer a murder. mm-hmm. how how bad can it get okay mm. i mean that's a good that's a serious question how how much worse can it get well that's the that's the person who it's not just about the top of the hierarchy mm. jesus fills the entire hierarchy exactly yeah, he's no, he about, is this he is the the servant king. Yeah, I was about to st- just talk about the Last Supper. You know what strikes me the most is Jesus washes his disciples' feet, and they're all like, "What are you doing? You are the the heir to heaven. What are you doing washing my feet?" And then the next thing you know, he talks about the bread and the wine being his body. And, you know, it's this symbol of remembering Jesus's death and what he did for us. And he, on the same night, he washed his feet, was a servant. On the same night, he was talking about the kingdom of heaven. The same night, he was arrested, betrayed, and taken and beaten. You know, like, that strikes me. And you, you put it very well when he says he fills the hierarchy. You know, Christianity is the only faith out of the hundreds of faiths it's the only faith in the earth that exists that places the deity that that has the deity placed beneath man to lift man up to better themselves because we can't do it ourselves that's the point we can't get to god because we're not god we needed god and instead of people like oh why doesn't god just appear and you know take away all the bad and you know like you know, just, 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 just save everyone. He did do that. You know, that's what he did. <laughs> that's what he did at such a perfect and precise time at the, 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 during the Roman Empire, um, where time was pretty much recorded accurately and all of that. And I could go into that, but like, the idea is he did it in such a way that was so complete and so wonderfully, and also prophesied about thousands of years before, hundreds of years before, and fulfilled each and every prophecy. Okay. Um, so that might actually indicate that, okay, there's still some prophecies that need to be fulfilled. And if it's like, I don't know what it is, but like 70% of the prophecies in the Bible, okay, that have come to pass, like all, all the prophecies in the Bible that have, uh, 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 that have been talked about have come to pass. And the only one of the prophecies that haven't come to pass are the ones that say that they are coming to pass, uh, later in, in Revelation and things like that. So if it's such a good track record of fulfilling prophecies, surely then there is a faith there. Like I said, that experience, that understanding that your legs can do the leap of faith. Look at the Bible. Look what it says. Look at all the things that it's done. Look at all the things that it proves. Surely then the evidence is there that the stuff that it's talking about that will come to pass will come to pass. And when it does, which side of the fence are you going to be on? That's the, that's the important thing. I was listening to uh, an earlier episode of Pints of Aqu- with Aquinas. Uh, it was a Catholic podcast. And he, he mentioned, he was talking about faith, he was, mentioned that like the most intelligent of philosophers, right, the most knowledgeable of theolo- theologians, right, the deepest of thinkers, through through all their toil and you know hardship of 
thinking about things sitting in the rooms they they were you know they're not they're not they're never gonna get closer to the they're never through all that alone they're not gonna get any closer to uh what his granny for i think he was mentioning his granny what his grant his faith his granny had right mm. So you you make a case for we've got have all this evidence, therefore we can make an educated guess of what what's mm-hmm. true or what not. Mm-hmm. But um, we again, I don't. It's not. It's not a refined definition of faith because faith transcends that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can have. Um, I can't remember what the Latin expression is, but. Uh, there's an idea of we have faith that points us towards mm. understanding. It's not necessarily right. We understand now we have faith, but it's also not saying we have faith and therefore we don't need to understand. Mm. It's faith that points us towards the understanding. Exactly builds us up, brings us closer. There's three stories. So, but again, like where. Well, th- if it's not the understanding that leads us to the faith, mm. okay, and it's actually faith that points us towards understanding the I truth. I don't think. Where is the faith predicated on? I don't think you need to have a f- flipping maxed out definition of life and faith in order to to have it. For example, all my understanding we're not we're not arguing that oh no 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 but we're arguing in conversation because you've used the word faith multiple times and there has been disagreements on its definition i don't want to be precise exactly well let, let, well my faith is like so jesus there's the three main stories come to mind about faith the one about the mustard seed the one about the woman and the two coins and the one about the centurion and the bleeding woman Okay, Jesus. When somebody asked him, "Jesus, what's faith?" and he he picks up a mustard seed, the tiniest, tiniest seed, and he says, "Like this can move a mountain." That's how much faith it takes, you know. That's and that. that, that if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could mustard seed. You could see this mountain to throw itself in the ocean. Exactly, and that's an incredible, incredible thing, you know. And it doesn't require so much brain power as people like to to think. It requires. It just requires yourself in its true in its in its truest sense, you know, in, in, in its truth with its capital T, no lies, no 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 differentiate, no pollution, as I like to say, so no mind kind of pollution, no sin. It's just yourself as you are. So that's faith is a mustard seed, something tiny, something not spectacular at all, but can do spectacular things. The next one is um the woman with the two coins. You have these Pharisees who are standing up and they're praying for people to see them. People are going, oh, how righteous are they? And Jesus scoffs at them and he notices a woman dropping the two coins into like the collection. And he says that that woman has more faith than all of these Pharisees. Than all of these Pharisees. That woman has more faith. And it's just, that's all she had well, was okay, these two coins. Know, uh, the very primal woman that the, it was literally just pocket change, but that was everything she had. Mm-hmm, exactly. And... Then you have, and this is probably my favorite one. Um, Jesus is walking through the streets, and people are crowding around him, and they're talking to him. And there's a woman who's suffering from bleeding, which is just, it's just a constant like uh, a period. And she's been suffering this her whole life, and she was outcasted because if you have that, you're seen as unclean back in those days, and it was, it was an awful, awful, awful curse. 
and she was she was scared because obviously obviously you would be scared to face Jesus you know and to face the crowds and she reached out and just touched his 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 uh, his, um, his garment okay and immediately she was healed and Jesus says Jesus felt the power go out out from him and he immediately says who touched me who touched me and everybody's just like who well who touched him and she comes forth and he just he's smiling and he, and he says wow you know he's like you have immense faith and that same day a centurion a roman centurion so somebody who's not even like a part of this they're they're, they're, they're captors okay the person that hey, all the jews here these are the romans you know jesus is meant to save us from the romans this roman centurion comes lord my servant is sick please come and heal him and jesus says i will go and he goes no lord i'm not worthy i know that if you would just command it that he would be healed and jesus says this and he doesn't say this anywhere. he says this he says truly i say to you i have never experienced more faith than this this roman centurion who does not he was not brought up with the scripture with the law or there, there is no one in all of israel that has as much yes faith no one as, as you he no, he wasn't brought up the way you and I were brought up per se back in those days with scripture, with the law. He was brought up in Rome. He was a centurion after all, and yet he witnessed Jesus. He witnessed him. He decided he believed in Jesus. He believes Jesus existed. He believes the things that he's done, and therefore he had faith that his servant would be well, and he was well. So the point I'm getting at is faith is what is required for great things to happen to, as I said, ascend that hierarchy of challenge to better yourself. The woman was healed. The centurion's servant was healed. It wasn't the servant's faith as well. It was the centurion's faith. But ultimately that allowed then that faith in that household to expand. You know, it wasn't the woman, the woman's faith with the two coins, all she had. Immense faith, immense sacrifice. The mustard seed. What is it that these things all have in common? Is they, they, they amount to greatness. They amount to, to, to godly acts, to being in that right. So that, to me, is, is the definition of faith. It's not, as you said, it transcends definition. Because we, and I believe, agree with you, because we use it all the time. It's just people don't call it faith anymore. That's what, that's what I would say. Yeah, because um, even even this podcast, it's taken a great deal of faith to, you know, to hope and to pray that this podcast gets up, you know, and we're just doing it and we're giving it our all. I mean, I, I, I we just as Christians, you know, we want to be able to let want we want people to see this, and it gives me great courage when Jesus talks about a mustard seed, like if one viewer, right contacted us and said that they found you know the lord that would make this entire thing worth it that would just mean that that that, that would be it that would be accomplished you know and then we'd have a sense obviously to just keep doing it so we can at least get one more um your man desmond something uh he went into world war Two without a weapon and he saved like 46 lives as a medic and he was he was a christian and he would pray is every, this the guy that movie was based that on? That movie's based off Axel Ridge, and he would every That's day. A great movie. It's a fantastic movie, and he always prays, "Lord, let me get one more." Every time he sees one, he says, "Lord, please let me get one more." Every time, and I think as Christians, 
we need to adopt that kind of mentality you know life's a battlefield just give me one more mustard seed of faith give me just that amount and it's not so much as waiting you know Desmond did not sit at the bottom of the trench and wait he went out and he did the same way that woman sacrificed all she had those two coins the same way that that woman who suffered from not just bleeding but from social um uh uh this what's it called who's like who's an outcast to society sacrificed that all that they have there are very lives desmond is very live to go the way you're describing that is reminding me back in the uh playstation 4 battlefield one days my favorite thing to do so i played i like was it the medic guy right, right. but um in battlefield one there was no time period of mm-hmm. how long it takes to revive people so mm-hmm. get your thing out bam they're up mm-hmm. so i was like you know people would most normal people would be like wait for a good option time to go out and invite people i just mm-hmm. like let's just go they won't expect it and i'll just keep on going people mm-hmm. would be dying as soon as i get back i keep doing it faster <laughs> it's almost like a human shield i'm just yeah. a mask in front of me <laughs> uh but that's just that's a that's the derailing thing here but um, um it's that yeah. so just just to finish what i was saying it's the <laughs> it's that bit it's that sacrifice it's that knowing that it's the leap of faith it's I could die from this. You know, I could really suffer from this. But I know that there's a higher power and I know that I'm going to be okay. In fact, I, I might alter that a bit because 100%, these women, this man, this centurion, the the Desmond, for example, you know, they knew that they weren't going to be okay. There was something there like, this is deadly. This is dangerous. Okay? And it's only afterwards that they can say that they were okay. You know? Same with my life. It's only after I go through crap. It's only after people watching you go through crap that you realize that you go, oh, that was crap. <laughs> that was a crappy period of my time. But I'm, I'm okay now. How am I okay now? And then you look at the review things you've done and you've moved forward. Okay? As Christians, we thank God for that. You know, we rejoice God and we praise God. Um, so if we take, right, everything we've said about faith so far, if we compare that to how we actually use the word faith, and we'll see how it holds up. Okay. So we talk about the faith. As mm-hmm. in like. Capital F. Our religion. Yeah. Like the faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. We talk about. We walk in faith. We talk about. We have faith. We're acting in good faith. You know. How does this all relate? So what is the faith? So at the start, we talked about how, well, I talked about how faith predominantly is good. It's a good thing because it, it brings about good. It brings about betterment. It brings about going up that hierarchy, being better than you were yesterday. Um, it takes faith to do that. And and, uh, and then you become that. Um, we also talked about how it is, it is it's it, it's a it's a branch of belief you know it, it's it's made of the same stuff but then it's not like what we talked about santa claus you know you don't have faith in santa claus like you, you have belief in santa claus or that santa claus and we also talked about it in a christian sense in what god jesus actually said about it so how do we polish it off is what you're saying how do we how do we round it off with all that we said i'm just like really like okay what, what we talk about okay 
another example childlike faith what does that mean is childlike faith good should we have childlike faith it's a wonderful thing and jesus says what is childlike faith an example i would come to mind is like when your dad when you're little throws you up and catches you you know and you absolutely love it because as a child you're like oh my dad's gonna catch me but you're not you're not made aware of the issues there you know you're the the wife is like what are you doing <laughs> you that that baby could fall and it would be awful but you're the dad you're like ah. you know you're, you're and the kid, kids loving it kids enjoying it and um, that's childlike faith it's it's faith without think it's faith without thought it's not thinking about the danger it's not thinking about the the risk it's i know this is going to be i know i'm going to be okay i have faith that i'm going to be okay yeah that's to me that's the difference and to play devil's advocates uh i'm sure someone someone would be like and there's a knee-jerk reaction be like oh are you suggesting that you know we just appeal to authority you don't think about anything yourself well that's what they say well we need to have faith on, in that. I, is that is that the kind is that the kind of religion christianity is are they anti-intellectual what what is this ben what are you telling me to believe ben be well, a child like like i well that's not me that's it's very childish ben it's not well that? the bible says put away childish things but then jesus himself says unless you have faith like this child so you know you compare that kind of sentence there in, in the in the correct context and you actually you get to the point where it's like faith is the foundation in which you build your life faith is all right i've only reached this next step because i have faith why would i stop using faith keep on using faith to the next one and that childlike faith is that faith of i know i'm going to be okay as a like i'm a christian i know i'm going to be okay you could put me through awful things i've been through awful things and like i'm not shaken i'm not shaken because that's what faith is to me faith faith is immovable to me my faith is immovable and somebody's gonna be like oh well you can't have a reasonable discussion no i have faith that that discussion will be fruitful but that doesn't mean that it's affecting my ability to have a fruitful discussion may i comment <laughs> on my own devil's advocate um i've heard that response before from people it's like well just you don't think about these things but it's like you clearly haven't ha like spent any of my time with a young child all children do when they're at, at certain ages ask why mm -hmm. why 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 my niece uh, when she was in that stage i'd be like right she's gonna ask me why i'm gonna Hook give her, up her to a mic. i'm gonna give her <laughs> the answer until the question why makes no sense right i was like why because of this why because this why because this why isn't a valid question there? why <laughs> i'm like <laughs> it's the most powerful question in the world like you know and I, I i i um so we refine find it again right right what what is what is childlike faith and i think it's something like ask being able to ask why in like a joyous manner that does not disregard authority necessarily mm. speaking us back to that whole faith that um, points towards understanding mm. but it's not 
it doesn't have to have its source and understanding. Yeah, it's like it's like the difference between a it's like a difference between the le- a lesson and an argument. You know, if you genuinely don't know how gravity works, and you ask your physics teacher why does this ball bounce, and he tells you gladly, and then you learn something that's a genuine lesson. But if you say, I asked my <laughs> physics teacher why until like. At that point, physics wasn't really established <laughs> that in that field. I'd be like, so why is this oh. answer? Well, Josh, we don't know yet. Big Daniel like, McClellan. I'm like, oh, cool. Look at him on. He goes to my church. <laughs> yeah. um, well, uh, like I said, the difference between that is that's a genuine lesson that you learned and you take to heart and now you can answer other people when they ask why a boil bounces. You can go, oh, well, actually because of A, B, C, and D. But then you have, a, say, an argument or something. And then you talk, you have to say some comment and then somebody goes, why? You know, like, they're not saying why to learn. They're saying why to to make you say something so that they can further basically expose you about? your way of thinking. I don't know. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is you got to be careful that childlike faith is the, that first understanding of asking why. You know, just to understand, just to know, just to be like, well, this is, the, tell me, teach me. That's what Christianity, I believe, is. It's just like, well, teach me, Lord. Open my eyes. Let me communicate in a way that people will understand. Um, rather than, why, Lord, did you let this happen to me? And why this and why that? Because it says you not test the Lord your God. That's these, it's these little things in the Bible and in everyday life that connect, that really puts faith into perspective, that really put, makes you have faith. Like I said, you can't live without faith. You haven't, people watching this haven't, gotten to this point without any without faith it always takes a certain amount of faith to get from a to b to get higher that's what i'm saying all right i've got a few points here um so thomas aquinas as far as i understand so he had like three points of what sorry four points of what uh faith brings Mm. okay so and you can comment on them through faith, the soul is united to God. What do you think? I would agree. Um, to the extent that because Jesus is the only person that really explained faith. Okay, why does faith unite? Sorry, unite the soul. To the, through faith, the soul is united to God. Why does faith unite the soul to God? Because it is by faith by which we are saved and not by works. Okay. And number two, eternal life has, through faith, eternal life has already begun in us. Oh, yeah. I you know, Christians are immortal. You know, like, that's, we have the faith. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Jesus died for my sins, your sins, everybody who's watching, everybody on the earth, he died for their sins. Um, And from that moment, you as a christian your eternal life has begun okay so number three uh we get the right direction to your life through faith that's something to do with your upward trajectory of the higher gaze mm-hmm. upwards going forwards growing yeah so growth. you are already commented that for overcome temptations through faith overcoming temptations through faith mm-hmm. So that's again. Well, that's I back think. That idea I think of the. I think of the. I think of the Pharisees and how many times they would just stand up and pray and preach and 
look like this person who knows everything and you know and obviously they're they could they could do anything they wanted they have done everything they wanted um they had so much power and obviously that comes with temptation but faith faith in god for protection for shielding you that's why the bible calls it you know the shield of faith to block the flaming darts of the evil one there's a reason they call it the flaming darts they burn all right it's it's this like even a even a kid at 11 years old or something who is a christian who doesn't know anything about like philosophy or, or science or stuff you know they're if they're a christian then they have all they need they have all they need to fight those kinds of like opinions and and things from them because they have that shield it's perfectly okay for them to say oh i don't know but i'm a christian anyway you know i i, I yeah obviously they like you're a true christian and you know why you're a christian it's because of jesus christ died for your sins but it's just so it's peaceful to rest in that to know that i'm not actually put under the pressure to know everything in my life because god's done that for me god does do that for me okay i've got one more thing i probably shouldn't take that long so we we talk about acting in good faith i mean do you want to elaborate on that so again back to the, to the my definition of the trust that the future will be in accordance to the truth so acting in good faith would that be like the same as acting in, in accordance to the truth acting in good faith what do you think well what's bad faith the same way we so can, it, we it's know, we like, only distinguish truth once we know what, what false okay, is so acting in bad faith it's like you're undermining what society is predicated on so you're if you're acting in bad faith you're looking to like trick people you're looking to like be underhand means a slithery snake he's not but, quite what it seems but, he's not acting in truth faith as i said is always the tool used to have that upward trajectory bad faith is selfishness because you are still looking yourself to grow bad faith is doing that but at the expense of others so instead of using faith and faith mustard seeds to chart your course to godhood yeah you using other people yeah there's one thing that i've <laughs> went over here that i i was thinking about this um during the week so toby asked me he's like josh got a question for you big toby question what are the Best symbolic implica- implications of people drawing penises on walls i was like oh, i was like you know what, Toby? It's a stupid question, but I will give you a serious answer because <laughs> that's what he respects from me. Um, Do not cast your pearls before pigs, John. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's a good question, uh, and I and I was thinking, I was like, it's like picture swearing. So what is swearing? It's like you're you're doing something that's not in this. It's not quite in the pattern of what's expected. It's like you're tearing through the expectation. So there's a shock okay where when, what times do people usually swear like when they're being shocked right it's like reality hasn't appeared to be what i thought it was bam what is that you know john pearson talks <laughs> john's jordan pearson talks about um it's the the same signals that go off when we swear the same signals of when we're confronted by like a predator mm-hmm. so it's why people with tourettes why do people with tourettes distinctly just swear why do they not just say random words it's because that's this part of the brain that's 
Mm. on Haywire. It's the part where like there's a oh flip there's a there's, there's, a, a, there's a predator right. Um, this is the same with monkeys. I think so. Technically <laughs> speaking, there are monkey swear words out there. Just saying. They just scream. Um. So, so it's it's just like a picture form of sw- of swearing. Now, why am I talking about that? I think that's cursing and swearing. It's like the opposite of of faith. Now, what is faith? Right, it's the trust that the future will be in acting according to truth. Swearing is like saying, no, "Screw the lot." Mm. You know, I'm not gonna be. A, you know, you're 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 disjointing what's like habit reality is with this like thing that can't be that, that can't be addressed been... you're firing these things out mm-hmm. what, what are you gonna do about it it's a crack in the path essentially and you you're know addressing it it's like you stub your toe it's on. a middle finger to the structure of reality or if it's how it, profound or if it's like <laughs> if it's if it's directed at someone it's like uh it's maybe maybe the future will act in accordance to truth maybe but certainly not with you hmm Right, that's what swearing yeah. someone I is. You know. Does that mm. make sense? Do you have any does, more yeah. things to talk about? Um Do you have any more Toby questions? We need to do a podcast dedicated to Toby questions. We need to get Toby on. Toby's just really good at question and answers. Toby's really good at these conversations because he's, he's he's just fascinated by what goes on in my yeah. head. <laughs> he's fascinated Pretty by simple. what goes on and everything say again it's fascinating what goes on about everything which is admirable like um so yes bad faith good faith um faith in general neutral faith i'll say is always striving (laughs) to be neutral faith faith as it always a positive thing bad faith is using that positive thing to your own advantage and good faith is letting letting things go and just believing and just letting it be and just making sure that i know i'm gonna be okay well acting in bad faith would be arguably being unfaithful to well yeah it's unfaithful to faith itself (laughs) (laughs) how profound Um, to wrap things up now yeah yeah thanks very much for listening is that what you meant by wrap it up that's (laughs) it